0: I'm Josh Estabito with
1: Weintraub Tobin. And I'm Scott Hervey from Weintraub Tobin. A typeface designer who brought three lawsuits against Banana Republic based on the retailer's use of a stylized ampersand design was handed a final loss when the court granted the retailer's motion to dismiss. This case highlights the interesting issue of fonts, typefaces, and copyright. We're going to talk about that on this installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. This case, the case of the allegedly stolen ampersand, is not about copyright infringement. The reason for that is because the Copyright Office has determined that, as a general rule, typeface, typefont, lettering, calligraphy, and typographic ornamentation are not registrable. The Copyright Office has determined that these elements are mere variations of unprotectable letters or words, which in turn are the building blocks of expression. This is true, regardless of how novel or how creative the shape and form of the typeface or font
0: may be. There are some very limited cases where the office may register some types of typeface, type font, lettering, or calligraphy. For example, pictorial or graphic elements that are incorporated into uncopyrightable characters or used to represent an entire letter or number may be registrable examples include pictorial art that forms the entire body or shape of the typeface characters such as a representation of an oak tree a rose or a giraffe that is depicted in the shape of a particular letter Typeface ornamentation that's separable from the typeface characters is almost always an add on to the beginning or ending of the characters. To the extent that such flourishes, swirls, vector ornaments, scroll works, frames, wreaths, and the like represent works of pictorial or graphic authorship in either the individual designs or pattern repetitions, they may be protected by copyright. However, the mere use of text effects, including chalk, pop up, paper craft, beer glass, spooky fog, and weathered and worn, while potentially separable, is de minimis and not sufficient to support a registration.
1: Now, the office may register a computer program that creates or uses certain typeface or type font designs, but that registration would only cover the source code that generates these designs. It would not cover the font or typefaces themselves. Now, getting back to this case, here's an interesting twist. The the plaintiffs... Uh, Mashak Nadav, the uh, typography uh, designer that sued Banana Republic, had previously sued Cher and Warner Brothers for copyright infringement over uh, the use of a um, font style in Cher's 2013 album, Closer to Earth. In the defendant's motion to dismiss, they pointed to, out to the court that typefaces and fonts are not eligible for copyright protection. And they pointed directly to the statutory language in 37 CFR Uh, 202.1. And shortly after that, Nadav dismissed its complaint.
0: The fact that fonts are not protectable under copyright does not mean that you can download a font from a foundry not pay a license fee and use it at will.
1: That's right, Josh, that would be a big mistake. Uh, Let me explain. In the Banana Republic case, the font designers, Nadev, unable to bring a copyright claim, obviously, uh, alleged uh, unjust enrichment and unfair competition. However, uh, the court found that those claims had to be dismissed. With regard to the unjust enrichment claim, uh, the court found that Nadev was unable to allege that any relationship existed between Nadev and Banana Republic. Now, the court said, although privity is not required for an unjust enrichment claim under New York law, a claim will not be supported if the connection between the parties is too attenuated. The, there must be um, some nexus between the parties, and uh, it can't. And it's too attenu, attenuated. For example, where the parties simply had no dealing with each other, which I guess was the case here, or at least Nadav was unable to show or plead that there was some relationship between uh, Banana Republic and Nadav. Had Nadav been able to plead that Banana Republic or one of its designers downloaded the font from its website, Nadav would have been able to establish that relationship needed for an unjust enrichment claim.
0: Let's not forget a potential contract claim. A user's interaction with a website is governed by the site's terms of service, which have been held to constitute binding agreements. I'm certain that a font foundry's terms of service say that a user can't make commercial use of a font downloaded from the site without paying a licensing fee.
1: I'm certain that that's the case, Josh. And downloading a font from a foundry and using it without paying would also probably subject the user to an unfair competition claim. In the Banana Republic case, the court noted that under uh, binding Second Circuit precedent uh, in New York, bad faith must be demonstrated for a claim of unfair competition under New York law.
0: The same is true in California. Bad faith is a critical element of an unfair competition claim. So
1: the moral goes, although fonts are not protectable by copyright, you just can't go on to a font foundry's website, download a font and then use it commercially without paying a license fee. Otherwise, you're gonna be subject
0: to liability for sure. That's right, and that's very interesting. Scott, thanks for sharing. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for tuning into this installment of The Briefing by the IP Law Blog. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel, and for additional content, visit our website at theiplawblog.com. Thank you.